Good morning, saints of God, saints of the Most High God. It's another day that is a beautiful day, another opportunity to give God thanks for His goodness and His mercy upon our lives. We have truly been blessed by Him and favored by Him to be given another opportunity to see this a beautiful day and to have another opportunity to sing His praise and make His praise glorious. This morning we want to continue our look into Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12. We are looking at the identification of our enemy, identifying our enemy. And we have seen how critical this is to our success. Because if you don't know who your enemy is, then you don't know what you're fighting against. And so your fight will not be properly directed. And so failure is going to ultimately be the result. And we don't want to lose this fight. We want to win. We must win because the Bible says we are more than conquerors. And so all we have to do is to follow through in what the word teaches us. So Paul gives us here a clear identification of the enemy. And we are going through each of these identification statements one by one. We have gone through the statement that talks about principalities. We have gone through the powers statement. And yesterday we looked at the rulers of the darkness of this world. Today I want to continue that look on the rulers of the darkness of this world. There are other aspects of this that we want to look at to give us a clear understanding as to what we talk about when we talk about rulers of the darkness of this world. Yesterday, I mentioned that the rulers of the darkness of this world refers to rulers of the world. We, we refer back to Daniel chapter 10 where the angel in that text talks to Daniel and told him about the fact that he was delayed by the prince of Persia. Now, the prince of Persia is the person that was re restricting or trying to hold back the angel from taking the answer to Daniel. The battle that he had was with this prince of Persia. Now, prince used there in that text is not prince as in the son of a king. It was prince as the principal person over that territory. So what, what the angel was telling Daniel, that this prince of Persia was a world ruler. Right? And that is what this word that is translated ruler here talks about, a world ruler. And so... We have to be mindful, we have to be aware that these entities exist, world rulers. So over Persia, there was this being, there was this spirit, this principality that reigned over Persia. There was this ruler over Persia. Now at that time, Persia was ruling over the world. We have to understand that behind the scenes, there was a person, there was an entity that was directing Persia to rule the world. So when you talk about world ruler, we're not talking about the human world ruler. We're talking about the spirit behind that human world ruler that is ruling the world. Because as the angel explained, he explained that after he had gone forth, then the prince of Greece would come. And he described what will happen when the, when the Grecians come. So he was saying that this ruler that ruled over the earth or the world during that time 
that after him was coming another who was going to be the ruler over the world through the Greeks. So behind the scenes, there is a force, there is an entity, there is a spiritual being that, that, that exerts its influence and control over the world through a particular nation at the time, which was in that case Media Persia and then Greek and then the Romans. Now after the Romans, we didn't find that there was any such rule again because as Angel told Daniel that at that time after the Romans, there were going to be a disintegration of these rulers. So there would not be any one world ruler or one nation that ruled the world. Because as he explained in the image, it says the feet of the image was made of clay and iron. Now there's no way to mix clay with iron or to bond clay with iron. So it just shows that there was no cohesion, there was no unification of the nations during that time, which is what we have now. It's the time we're living in now. There's no one nation that is ruling the world or the entire world. You have America, you have Russia, the, the Arabs, Saudi Arabia, and you have many countries that are rising up and showing their strength. Pakistan, India, all these countries. So it's a disintegration. There's no integration, which is, which is again what these forces are working for. So when you see men in the world doing certain things and behaving certain way, you have to understand that there is a spirit behind all of this. This thrust to unite the world as a global community. Who is behind all of this? We might talk about the human side of it by the nations who are working for this to happen. But there is a ruler who is working to make this happen. It brings us back to the Tower of Babel. The Tower of Babel, the story that we are told as a child going to Sunday school, the story I was told is that this tower was an effort on man's part to reach God. And so they want to reach the heaven. So they build this tower and God stopped them because God knew that because they were together, anything would be possible to them. The idea of man at the time was not to reach heaven. That was not the plan. The Bible says, remember what God said to Adam and Eve after he created them. He said to them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. That word replenish means to full. Fill the earth. So God's idea was that Adam and Eve were going to multiply. They're going to have children and the children are going to spread out and fill the earth. Because unless man fill the earth, the earth is going to be taken over by animals and wild animals and wild beasts. So he said to them, fill the earth. And if you go back and read that chapter in Genesis chapter 6, these men of Babel, they said, let us not allow ourselves to be scattered upon the earth. Let us stay right here. Let us build a tower that reaches to the heavens. In other words, we're not going to spread wide. We're going to go high. So each time our population increase, we're going to add another layer on top. So in other words, we don't want to be scattered upon the earth. We want to stay right here so that we have one big community. That was the birth of the idea of the one world government. That was where it was born. And if you look at all these secret societies and secret organizations, this is where they find their origin in this story of the Tower of Babel. Because right there, there was a plan was orchestrated and planned out to keep man in one place and under one government in one community, not spreading over the earth, but in under one government, under one rule. 
That was a plan. And God had to frustrate that plan because God's original plan is that men should spread over the earth and cover the earth and fill the earth. If God did not stop them, it means that the rest of the earth would be in ruins. And only that place where they are would just be inhabited by man. And that was not God's plan. So God had to come in and frustrate the plan. And what the Bible meant when it says that nothing would be impossible to them, it means that they would be able to stay there and live there and be there. That wouldn't be impossible for them. And so God had to stop it. Now think about it. Could that tower reach God? Impossible. Because God is not in this dimension. God is in a total different dimension. You can't build anything on this earth to leave this dimension and go into eternity. No way. That's not possible. So that could never be the idea there. So we can rest that. The idea was man wanted to stay one place. So this idea of man in the Tower of Babel is the same idea that comes forward in these rulers, these world rulers. So from that Tower of Babel, this world ruler or these world rulers wanted to rule over man and control mankind against the plan of God. And so it's the same thing that they're doing now through these different nations. So these world rulers, these demons, they are demons that are now in the air, in the atmosphere, in the sphere of the earth. And they are world rulers. They want to control the affairs of man. They want to control and dictate the affairs of man and the destiny of man. Now we have to understand this also, friends. That with these rulers, the word that we talked about yesterday, cosmocrato, that word, it means to seize the world. In other words, these rulers, they are not given this right to rule and it's not their right to rule. They seize it, which means that they do anything they can to keep you under their power and under their sway. So how do they maintain this control? The only way you can maintain a control that you have no right to is if you deceive the persons you want to control through deceit and ignorance. Those are the two primary ways that they maintain their control and rule over the world. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 4, Isaiah chapter 5 verse 13, it says, Therefore my people are gone into captivity because they have no knowledge, and their honorable men are famished, and their multitude dried up with thirst. My people are gone into captivity because they have no Knowledge, they don't know who they are and they don't know their right. In Isaiah chapter 4 verse 6, God says again there, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. Make no mistake about it. If you have no knowledge of your right as a believer, the devil will seize control of your life and he will try to dictate everything in your life. You must know who you are. You must know your right as a believer. Because as a believer, you have tremendous right. You have tremendous power at your disposal. Because a host of heaven is behind you. Now, we sometimes think, how can the enemy ravage Christian's life like that? Because the Christian is ignorant of his right, is ignorant of the power he possesses. It is why it is very important that we know who we are. How do we counter this? Because these world rulers, 
These rulers want to rule the world and they want to rule our lives. But we have to know who we are to counter that effort of theirs to rule over us. What you don't know will always enslave you. Because that's how a slave master maintains his control. As long as they keep us in ignorance, they'll be able to rule over us. Because they don't have a right to rule over us. When the slave knows his rights, when the slave knows his true potential, knows his true identity, the slave master days are over. Rightfully, the Robert Nesta Marley says, Emancipate yourself from mental slavery. That can only happen through knowledge. Through knowledge, our love to read, particularly the Word of God. The Bible says that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. That's because they don't acquire the knowledge of God. And that's what God says. You have rejected the knowledge of me. You have rejected my law. The Bible also says that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. You will never be able to live a full life if you're not feeding upon the word of God. And the devil will always try to rule over you as long as you don't know what the word says. So your deliverance from this predicament, your stance against the enemy, is going to be continued and sustained as you continue to feed upon the word of God. That is what will sustain your life. That is what will keep you. That is what is going to make you stand up and be strong. Food alone don't give you strength. Food alone don't make you live and exist. Remember, you are not flesh and blood. You are spirit. You live in a body that is flesh and blood. So if you feed the body and don't feed you, you are going to die. Your body will still be alive. You're still going to be moving around, but you're dead because you are spirit. And as spirit, the more you feed your spirit, man, is the more you come alive as a spirit and be able to see in the spirit. That is what will happen for you, believers. So let us understand that as we engage in this battle with the enemy, let's identify that when we see these events happening around us, let's understand that there is a force. There is a demon. There is a person who is behind it all. And these different regions over the world, there is a particular demon. There is a particular person, a demon, that reigns and rules over that particular locality. An exercise is illegal rule over that society. When we know who we are, when we know our rights, we can liberate ourselves from that ruling. So here, friends, let us work today to continue expanding our knowledge of God through the reading of His Word and through our communication, our prayer time with Him. You will never advance, you'll never continue to live unless you begin to take a time out to study the Word of God and to spend time with Him in prayer. Let's pray. Father, we thank you today for your love, your ever-present help in the time of trouble. Father, I pray today that you'll birth in our hearts a deep burning desire to seek after you, a desire to live in your word, to draw from your word, O oh God, and to feed upon your word, that through our daily walk with you, we'll continue to grow from strength to strength, and that coming to the full knowledge of your Father, we'll begin to manifest your glory in this earth. We'll begin to manifest you, O oh God, to the people around us, and your love will begin to flow out of us and touch their lives. 
let our lives become an outflow of you in this earth. As we give you thanks, Lord, as we give you praise, be exalted through our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day, friends. And do remember, God loves you, and I do too.